Hi everyone, it's uh, Gary here from Infused Church. Welcome to our Sunday morning online service. I'll bet you never thought you'd be here again. Well, here we are. Lockdown's happened and we made some changes really quickly. And uh, just coming to you right now in your lounge room on our YouTube channel. I can see that some of you have prepared beforehand. You've got your egg and bacon butty on your lap. You've got your coffee in your hand. Your slippers are on and your PJs and, and you're just getting ready for a great, great service. Well, I uh, just want to say welcome to the service. It's, uh, it's so good to have you with us here today. And I pray that uh, this message speaks to you very, very powerfully. So I'm going to launch into this. Uh, just before I do, uh, just a reminder to check out our kids program on Online as well. There will be some details down underneath this video where you can access all of that. I uh, hopefully I've sent uh, an email through to you already. You should have received that uh, with the details about it. But I'm going to pray for this message and then we'll crack right on. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the power of your word that brings life, it brings change, it brings hope, it brings faith, it births something in us that causes us to do things differently. And I thank you that as a result of this message, that we will realize that we can do all that you've called us to do. I pray that the anointing of the Holy Spirit flows through me as I speak this message. I pray that people's lives are impacted by your word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Just a, a quick one. Uh, Pastor Keith and Wendy Feebig were due to speak here at Infused Church this morning. However, obviously because of the restrictions, uh, that hasn't been possible. Um, so you're just stuck with me. So uh, we've rescheduled uh, Pastor Keith and Wendy uh, for early in 2021. And we're really excited to have them come back and be a part of what we're doing. So this morning, Today we're going to continue on our series in the New Testament book of Colossians. And the spark for this message uh, has come from my devotions on Wednesday morning of this week via the YouVersion app where we're doing the reading plan uh, Alive in Christ by Andy Mason. And many of you have been doing that with us and been leaning into that and it's been so encouraging that we do that. Uh, I'm actually going to kick this message off with a quote from that particular devotional uh, just to, to, to launch what I have to say. But before I do that, I want to read a passage of Scripture to you. And it's out of Colossians chapter 4, because we're doing Colossians. So it's Colossians chapter 4, verses 10 to 15, and it says this, My fellow prisoner Aristarchus sends you his greetings, as does Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. You may have received instructions about him. If he comes to you, welcome him. Jesus, who is called Justice, also sends greetings. These are the only Jews among my co-workers for the kingdom of God, and they have proved a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends greetings. He is always wrestling in prayer for you, that you may stand firm in the will of God, mature and fully assured. It goes on to say, I vouch for him that he is working hard for you and for those at Laodicea and Herapolis. Our dear friend Luke the doctor and Demas send greetings. Give my greetings to the brothers and sisters at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church in her house. Uh, Andy Mason starts this particular devotion. He says this, he said, there's something deep in us that looks for heroes to follow. 
mentors and role models can have a massive influence in our choices and in our character. And even if we're not always conscious maybe of who they are. So when Paul talks about this guy called Aristarchus in particular, he he shows us the radical commitment of discipleship that he's had because he's in prison with Paul uh, because of the ministry for Christ. In in the same vein, we see Mark, who shows us the power of Christian reconciliation. Mark had had abandoned Paul and Barnabas in one of their particular endeavours at one point in their journey. But here we see Mark is back connected with Paul and commended by Paul and even described as a comfort to Paul. Then again, we see Nympha, uh, who's most likely a woman of means. She hosts the local church in her home. She shows us the importance of generosity and hospitality. And then the author of this, this devotion poses this question to us. He asks us, who do you consider to be a hero? And this is where my brain started to, to launch into all sorts of various different directions. Who, who's le- the lead role? Who's, the, who's got the starring role in the movie of our lives? We might consider perhaps Noah, who uh, was commanded by God to build this ark and therefore save a small portion of mankind from which mankind has, has grown since then. Or maybe Moses is a hero to us, uh, the, the deliverer of the Israelites from Egypt or maybe Abraham, the father of our faith. What about Rahab or Esther or Mary, the mother of Jesus, uh, who played key heroic roles in their time? And then how about this? Matthew chapter, sorry, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 32 to 34, it says, How much more do I need to say? It would take too long to recount the, the stories of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all of the prophets. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouths of lions. Man, that sounds like a superhero trick right there. Quenched the flames of fire and escaped death by the edge of the sword. These guys could duck and weave. Their weaknesses were turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. I'm excited. I'm excited. That's just amazing. That's, that's heroic stuff. Any one of these men or women could be called a hero. So in our society today, uh, m- most of the amazing films that we watch or the books that we might read involve to some level superheroes. Superman, we've got Spider-Man, we got well, the Wolverine, we got Jason Bourne. Now, there's a hero right there. Thor, we've got Groot. If you don't know who Groot is, you're going to have to Google him. So then there's Wonder Woman and, and so many others. We idolise these fictional characters. The, uh, the dictionary defines a superhero as a figure, especially in a comic strip. There's a clue there, comic. It's, it's, it's hilarious what these people can think up and what they can do. So in a comic strip or a cartoon, endowed with superhuman powers and usually fights crime and evil. Wow. So true heroes, maybe. You haven't thought of this, but, but what a true hero aren't the the men and women uh, kicking goals at the footy oval. They're the men and women who are our first responders at at scenes of accidents or at fires or at testing stations. They're risking their lives to save 
someone else. True heroes aren't the people who take the center stage at a concert. They're the ones that are trying to raise their families when there's no money coming into the family. They're, the true heroes aren't the modern day musicians or movie stars driving around in their limousines. These heroes, the real heroes, are the ones who deliver meals to the elderly and to the infirm. So if I was to define a hero, how would I do that? Well, for me, a hero isn't a person who's building and leading a mega church. It's not the person who's hosting huge crusades through which we see thousands of people come to Christ. You know, I really celebrate these people. I, I honour them and I appreciate them. But I've got to say, they're just not my heroes. The ones that I consider to be my heroes are the everyday Christians who are going through the hardest times of their lives. They are going through what's called the dark night of the soul and they are still standing in Christ. Those are my heroes. My hero is the person who's facing the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, maybe an unanswered prayer that's so crucial to their future and their hope, that yet they're still standing in Christ. That, that for me is a hero. My hero is the person who's in the middle of the perfect storm. Everything seems to be converging and coming against them. The waters, the waves, the wind, everything. And they still love God. They still worship. They still take comfort from God's Word. They still gather together with other believers each Sunday. They continue to serve. They continue to give. Those, those are my heroes. So if we were to define hero, how would we do it? Well, here's four thoughts that you might like to think about. Number one, a hero helps others at the expense of themselves. A hero makes sacrifices, in other words. They help others even when it's inconvenient. John chapter 15 verse 13 says, There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. In other words, we don't go, we're not the most important thing. Life's not about us. Rick Warren in his book says that's uh, the opening statement in his, uh, in his book. It's life's not about you. I'm not sure if you knew that. It was a wake up call for me. Mark chapter 10, verse 45 says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for others, for the many. In other words, there was a sacrifice involved. Jesus helped people at the expense of himself. He didn't think of himself first. He thought of mankind and being the saviour of mankind. Isn't that what a hero does? When you think about it, isn't that what a hero does? Who could, be a, you could, who could we could be a hero to this week? Going out of our way to help them. Who could we serve? Who could we go to the shops for? Who could we minister to? Especially in this time of lockdown again. There is always something that we could do to help someone that we're nearby. See, a hero helps people. Second thought is this. A hero encourages others at just the right time. They've got this innate ability to say just the right thing at just the right time. Uh, in, in movies, they're classics. They're, they're the one-liners that we never forget. Uh, they're, they're those things that they, they know what to say at just the right time. You see, in Romans chapter 12, verse 8, it says, If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. 
Uh, that's, you know, like, that's rocket science right there. It's just brain surgery. It's just it's, it, a simple word of encouragement can save a life. I remember a number of years ago when I was involved in, in uh, a ministry called Men of Destiny. It was putting on conferences around our state for the men of our state. Uh, uh, this one particular conference up at, Tan- uh, I'm pretty sure it was at Tanunda. Uh, I found out afterwards this gentleman came up to me and he said to me, if I hadn't have heard from God, if I hadn't been encouraged by God in this conference, I was going to go home and I was going to commit suicide. I'm so glad that someone had a word of encouragement for that man because that encouragement saved that man's life. Encouragement at just the right time can save a person's life. You know, in Proverbs 15 verse 23, it says, Everyone enjoys giving great advice. Some are really good at it, some aren't so good and probably shouldn't give it. But that was just me, my paraphrased version. But how delightful it is to say the right thing at the right time. A text message, a phone call, an email, perhaps a, a quick visit, a moment of connection with someone to encourage them. It can save a life. Who could we encourage this week, especially with all that's going on with the lockdown and the restrictions that are happening? You see, this is what I've discovered. A hero encourages people. Number uh, number three, a, a hero is a role model. A hero is a role model. They are someone that we look up to. They, we admire them. We, we, uh, we, we want to copy them in every way. Uh, one of the things I did as, as a child, I, I loved Superman. I jetting through the air and, and doing whatever we could. <clears throat> so what I did was I grabbed one of my mum's uh, best towels I raced outside and uh, got up onto the roof of our shed. It's not like with a big garage that you see, just like a little garden shed. And I got up onto the roof. I've tied this towel around my neck and then I've jumped off. Guess what? I didn't fly. But I sure admired Superman because he could. And I wanted to, to just follow in his footsteps. I wanted to follow and be like him. I, wanted, I admired him so much I wanted to fly. See, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1 says this. And Paul's talking. He says, pattern yourselves after me. Follow my example as I imitate and follow Christ. We are to become passionate followers of Jesus Christ. That's part of our vision statement as a church. We're to become disciples, in other words. We are disciples of Jesus, becoming more and more like him. We become like him in attitude and in action. John 10, 27 says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Why would they follow him? Because he's got the words of life. He's the way, the truth and the life. That's why we follow Jesus. He's the ultimate hero that I've ever known. If you don't know Jesus this uh, this morning, I would encourage you to find out about Jesus. Even pray a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, would you make yourself real to me so that I know that you're real? I guarantee you, if you pray that prayer, Jesus will answer that prayer and you'll discover that he's real, he's alive and that he loves you with a passion. See, that's, that's what we do when we start to, to, to follow Jesus. 
Jesus was attractive to those people around about him. People wanted to follow him, to copy him. That's sometimes what happens to Christians. People see them and they hear them talking in in their world and they say suddenly things like, you know, there's something different about you. There's something that, you know, I, I want what you've got. What are they doing? They're being like Jesus. They're imitating Jesus. They're loving like Jesus. They're forgiving like Jesus. They're gracious. They're they're doing what Jesus would have done. And that's always attractive to people who don't have those things. It's all about making the name of Jesus famous. It's him that we are following. You're not following me. You're following Jesus. You're not following a church. You're following Jesus. You're following him. Follow him as we follow him. Believers are called to reveal Jesus, that we do this by being a role model. Who needs to see Jesus in us this week? To hear his words of life, to be touched by him. See, this is what I've discovered about heroes. A hero is a role model to people. My fourth thought is this. A hero is out there. A hero is out there. A hero saves people. A hero saves them from danger, from death and being a ditz. In other words, just saves them from themselves, the silly things that we do from time to time. A hero goes out on a limb to save people. They, they're out there. In Luke 19 verse 10, it says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. Jesus is out there. He's been out there and he sends us out there to save people as well. It says, that's what we do. That's what we have to do also. We, we go out on a limb. We go out there to see people saved. A hero is one who's out there doing what they're supposed to. They're saving people. Romans 10 verses 13 to 15 says this, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone goes out and tells them about him? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? And the script, this is, that's why the scriptures say, How beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. I want to tell you that Jesus has already commissioned us to go into our communities, into our workplaces and into our schools to see people saved. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 19 to 23 is a powerful scripture that has touched me personally. That's why we have Christmas and we've got a great Christmas service coming up on the 20th of, of December. Hopefully we'll have it in person, live, physically, and not something that's going to be online. But you know why we, we do that? Why we're having a special Christmas service? Because by doing this, we might save someone. Someone might come along, they hear about Jesus because we've gone out and we've spoken to them about Jesus. See, whilst it's not our job to get people saved, It is our job to reveal Jesus' love, His grace, His forgiveness to them, to speak up for the gospel of Christ. There's people who are going to die without knowing Jesus loves them and that He died for them unless we are like a hero and we are out there doing what He's called us to do. See, this is what I've learned, that a hero saves people. They are out there. You see, Aristarchus, Mark and Nympha may not be your heroes, 
But they touched and left an indelible mark on the Apostle Paul's life. See, anyone can be a hero to someone. Simply help someone. Simply encourage someone. Simply be a role model to someone. Simply just get out there and let's be a hero to someone. To save their life. Who could you be a hero to today? See, Jesus is our hero. He helps us. He encourages us. He gives us the model of a Holy Spirit-filled life and fueled life whereby we can go out there and spread the message of the good news of the gospel of Christ. I want to pray for you today. I want to pray that you realize, whether you understand it or not, that you can be someone's hero today. You could be someone's hero that in, it helps you help them, you maybe encourage them or you're a role model to them. You, you model something that they, that they want, they, they find attractive in your life or you just simply speak to someone. You're out there with your words, you're out there with your actions, you're out there serving the community because you love them and you love Jesus by doing it. Heavenly Father, I pray that you give your people today an incredible revelation that they are a hero. They have the capacity to help someone, to encourage someone, to be a role model of an incredible life that's filled and fueled by the Holy Spirit and also to see people change, that their lives change by giving their hearts to you. They're out there spreading the good news of the gospel. And Father, those people that need a hero today, I pray, Father, that they would know that there are people ready and willing to stand by to help them, to encourage them, to be a role model to them and to, to speak life into them. So, Father, I thank you that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you make the reality of heroes alive in your people today. The greatest hero of all being Jesus, Jesus Christ, the Anointed One, the Messiah, the Saviour of all mankind. I pray that, Father, you touch them today. In Jesus' name. Maybe you don't know Jesus this morning. Maybe you, you've not heard of him. You don't understand who he is or what he's done for you. I want to tell you right up front that Jesus died for you and has made a way for you to come into a great relationship with God the Father. He's done that. He's been the hero of your life and you didn't even know it. If you want to give your heart to Jesus, I would ask you to pray a simple prayer with me as, as I pray this, you've got to want to believe this in your heart. This, but you've got to speak it out too. So as I speak this, maybe you speak this too. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you into my heart and life. I want to trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In your name I pray. Amen. I want to say that if you've prayed that prayer for the first time and you believed it in your heart, you've just become born again. 
We would love to encourage you on your journey of faith. If you could make a comment in the, the area below of this video here, uh, leave a contact uh, email address or something along those lines, we will get in touch with you. We'll get some, some great resources into your hand to start you on your journey of faith. Just want to encourage you that next Sunday uh, is likely to be another online service. Uh, we'll be sending out an email a little bit later in the week just to confirm a few things, probably on Friday. So make sure that you check your inboxes on Friday. I pray that this message has touched you in some way. I want to let you know that you are a hero. You are a hero to someone. I pray you have a great week. Don't forget, You've been lit up to light up. You've been transformed and, and renewed to bring transformation and to bring renewal into someone else's life. That sounds like a hero's job that you're doing. Have a great week. We'll look forward to seeing you real soon. God bless.